Hello, I am Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wunter, and thank you for listening. Well, we have 2020 behind us, but we still have a lot of threads and residue that is still hanging on to many of us. And if you find you're in that category of you're just plain tired of thinking or addressing anything of 2020, the thought of threads or things coming with you into 2021 is a little bit challenging. You may have had thoughts that 2021 was going to flip over into the new calendar year and we were suddenly going to move into a whole new energy. We've been talking about moving into the time of Aquarius and a new year and the energy is uplifting. So when we hear things like that, we have a certain expectation that our own personal energy is just going to flip into something different. I was thinking the other day, it feels like Christmas was forever ago. And in all actuality, it's just been a few weeks. So time feels like it's going very, very fast. And for some, it feels like time is going very, very slow. For many, it might feel that time seems to be slipping quickly, but yet we still wish for time to fly ahead. I can't wait for summer to come. I can't wait until we're done and we're out of this pandemic. I can't wait for this. Well, we end up wishing that time away. And during this time that we're in right now, and I'll include the pandemic and now winter or rainy season, depending on where you are around the globe, the universe is still encouraging us to go inward and to be contemplative. We can be quiet, reserved, resting, but we're still participating in our life. We've not given up. We still feel good energy-wise, maybe even hopeful and excited, but our energy is all about moving. Our physical being may be more resting, but our energy is always and forever forwarding. The big question today is where might you be hiding, disappearing, avoiding, or just shutting down? And I'm talking about energy in times of darkness. And we have to agree, you know, in the wintertime, we don't have as much sunlight, but we also have been locked up for quite some time and we feel captive sometimes in our own homes. But in this time of what I call darkness, we tend to gravitate more to darkness instead of gravitating more to light. And for some that might be gravitating to more sleep or more time in front of a TV or more time just sitting wrapped up with a book. And as I've mentioned, we can be quiet and reserved and resting. We can do those things like wrap ourselves up in a book, but are we still participating in life or are we using these things to escape from everything or things around us? Are we going so far deep internal that we're losing the connection outward? And the reason I bring this up is I'm seeing energetically and I'm seeing when I say this, I'm channeling information. I'm seeing a spiraling of two different directions in people's energies fields right now. There's either an upward where we're feeling excited and hopeful and energized and we're looking for something new. We're actually 
tapping into the band of flow of energy of Aquarius that takes us into the new age and the new way of being. But the other energy that I'm seeing is more of a downward spiral where people are feeling that they're being pulled into that darkness that I've talked about, that density of stress, overwhelm, fear, those vibrational frequencies. If you find yourself in a category that you might call yourself energy sensitive, you are more apt to get pulled into the energy that you're around most. So if you're around energy that's happy, uplifting, always thinking of generating new ideas or what's on the horizon, then you might be drawn more into that energy or feel more of that energy yourself. But if you're energy sensitive and you find that you're around news or people or situations or even in a community where the energy is lower, more fearful, more scared, more of that darkness, you might find yourself being pulled almost like a vortex pulled into that sort of energy. This is a time that we really need to be present. We need to be present present with our own energy. We need to understand how we're feeling or how we're not feeling. We need to be active for ourselves and for our community. And when I say being present, it's really to be observant. It's to be diligent. It's to be cognizant of your energy and our environment and what we put our physical bodies into. It's being aware that if I go to this particular place, I don't feel good. I think it was easier in the past where if we went to a restaurant, let's say, and we didn't like the food or we didn't like the atmosphere, we didn't like the energy, we could just choose to not go there. But sometimes when we're in this lockdown situation, we have to make the energy. We have to make it be what we need it to be to shift it. It's really being aware of what we put our bodies into or where we put our bodies because our bodies are very absorbent. It's also being aware of what we put into our bodies, such as nutrition, food, the hydration that we use. And when we feel high energy or good energy, we need to make note of that and tell the universe and communicate to the universe that we want more of that, find more of those types of activities. And when we don't feel that energy, then we know we have a place to go to. So for example, if you find that uh, watching a comedy movie or a comedy show uplifts your energy, or maybe you have a favorite show that you watch and you notice that after you watch that, your mood has shifted, your energy level has shifted. When you feel a downward trend of energy, know that you have that movie or comedy or a place to go to uplift your energy. I have very fond memories of being little and turning to my parents and saying, I'm bored or I don't know what to do. And I learned very quickly not to do that anymore because they would often say, if you're bored, we will find you something to do. And that often turned into some sort of chore or something that I didn't want to do. So I learned very early on to find those things that kept me busy or kept me entertained or were productive in some way. The universe does the exact same thing. It's like when we are in this place of darkness or we get bored, the universe shakes us up and said, okay, I'm going to show you something or I'm going to give you something that will teach you different coping skills or a different way to look at this time. It's maybe not boredom. It's something else. 
And it's key because we're going to be in this sort of upward, downward spiraling energy, I would say much of 2021. Many of you have already developed patterns and outlets and ways to uplift and bring hope into your life. You've connected in your communities in ways that maybe you hadn't planned. Maybe it's game night or dinner night, and maybe you have to do it via Zoom, but that's okay. Some of you maybe have formed your bubble of friends, and you know that this group of friends are being safe and secure when it comes to the COVID-19 requirements. But you've learned some of those techniques. And when we're in this, I would say it's an abnormal, it's different than what we've experienced in the past. And when we find ourselves in this different pattern of energy, it can get tired. As humans, we like to change. We like to change things up. We don't like consistency and sameness. So even those that are comfortable in staying home and doing everything by Zoom might find here in 2021 that there's moments or there's times that you too get tired, that you feel the pull of the spiraling energy that I'm talking about. So simply pay attention to what is impacting the energy within you and around you and go there, be there with your energy. In a time of complacency, we have a tendency sometimes too to check out. If you've ever been on a call or in a meeting, or maybe in a movie and you check out, you're not enjoying yourself, you become distracted, your mind starts to wander somewhere else and you are not present. You literally check out. And in your energy field, what happens is you shut down to the experience that you're in and you're, you literally open up channels and your energy fields literally go somewhere else. So what I'm talking about today is just being very conscious of where your energy is and maybe being a little bit more selective as to when you expose yourself to those situations that don't generate hope and happiness and joy and have an out, have a place that you can rejuvenate yourself. This week, the end of January, we have a full moon and it's in Leo. And so many are saying that it's going to be more of a fiery moon. Leo is a lot of passion. It's creativity. It's like needing to be out front and center. But I feel like this moon is going to push us to show where are our desires to get moving. We also have Mercury going retrograde on Saturday. And so we'll begin to feel that energy of this passion that the Leo full moon gets us and the illumination and the extra charge that we get with a full moon to the Mercury retrograde because a Mercury retrograde has a tendency to pull us more inward. And so we're going to have this dynamic of gosh, do I want to be outward or do I want to be inward? And this tug of war almost. So retrograde, what does it mean really when a planet goes retrograde? Because we're going to have a number of them again in 2021, and they're going to stack up again later in the year. But right now things are pretty clear. And the first retrograde that we're going to be experiencing in 2021 is, is Mercury. And a retrograde, it just means the movement of the planet appear to move backward. It throws off that particular planet's energy. We're moving along just fine. And then everything appears to get thrown into reverse or it's slow down. I like to think of the retrogrades as a time to take all that's been happening external in the world, and there's been a lot that's been happening external. It's all the data gathering that we've been doing, and we pull that data internally, and we begin to sort and sift. We begin to acclimate that energy, see if it makes sense to us, see if it's something that we want to use to take forward, or if we want to just let it go. We get to decide what to keep and what goes away. And so this 
early Mercury retrograde along with Leo, I think is going to also show us what do we want to take into 2021? What truly is going to be left behind? What do we just don't need? Whether it's emotions, your beliefs, or whether it's material things, it's simply going to illuminate those things that we have passion about and we want to move forward. And the things that maybe we exerted energy, maybe it was a little bit of drama that just doesn't need to go forward. Some retrogrades seem worse than others, and I know retrogrades often get really a bad rap, but there's purpose for that. And again, the purpose is to slow us down, give us time to reflect, to respond, to realign if we need to do that. Mercury in particular has a bad reputation. Mercury retrograde comes most often, three to four times each year for about three weeks. And so as we experience this Mercury retrograde, it's going to be with us until February 20th of 2021, but we don't have to look at it as a negative energy. So for example, Mars, it's the planet of energy and drive. Mars only goes retrograde every two or two and a half years, and it lasts for about two and a half months. And we experienced Mars retrograde in Aries, which is the IM energy, in a greater portion of 2020. And that's kind of that warrior planet. So the good thing is that we won't be experiencing Mars going retrograde in 2021. So at least that part of our energy won't be thrown off and we can maintain motivation in the areas that we want to drive forward. And we want to do that because of the Aquarius energy. What we will experience in 2021 is the larger planets, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, including Chiron, will be retrograde in and out in 2021. And they stick around. Uh, they might have a little bit more subtle energy, except if they're touching your sun, your moon, or any of uh, your rising sign. And so the impact of the retrogrades are different for each planet. And I talked about Mercury retrograde is all about is um, technology, it's travel, it can be the warning. Sometimes they're saying don't ever sign any contracts during the time of a Mercury retrograde. And I say it uh, when we're in this place of retrograde and we're in this place of reflection, we have a tendency to overlook things. So if you find yourself needing to sign a contract, just read it very thoroughly. Make sure you understand the details. The reason that we say don't sign any contracts is that the tendency to overlook those things, but you can, you can solve that by simply taking your time, looking at every detail about the contract and paying attention. And know that you just have a tendency to overlook details. It could be as simple as you order something online and you're just very quick. You kind of overlook the details and you select the wrong product. It could be as simple as that. It's just we have a tendency to be riding in an above energy or superficial energy and we need to pause a little bit, slow down a little bit and go a little bit deeper. This year, the end of January, again, Mercury retrograde is January 30th to February 20th. The signs that are going to be most impacted appear to be Gemini, Virgo, and Aquarius. And I say Aquarius because this first retrograde of 2021 is entirely in Aquarius. It 
comes when we've got a big group of planets in Aquarius at the same time. The Sun is there, Jupiter is there, Saturn is there, Venus will enter Aquarius during the, the time of the retrograde. So the retrograde is actually activating the Aquarius energy in a very, very big way. And the Aquarius energy is all about our future. It's about change, the unconventional, the new. It's about energy. I'm not just talking about electricity, but I'm talking about our energy. It's different. While the Mercury retrograde often wants us to reflect and look back and to inspect, when we combine the two aspects or the two points of this energy, Aquarius and Mercury, in Aquarius, it's really pushing us to be more thoughtful, more careful, smart with the changes that we're making and the future that we're building. And that is exactly why the angels and the teachers of the universe want me to talk about where might you be checking out because this is a time where you really need to be more thoughtful, more aware, more observant because the gateways are still open for you to plant the seeds of your future. But if you're checking out, you're kind of missing a big future opportunity for yourself. Again, I want to just touch that retrogrades are not all bad. If we look at Jupiter, if Jupiter goes re retrograde, it helps us find blocks that have kept us from expanding, exploring, or experiencing life and pursuing those opportunities that are there in front of us. So that's a good thing. It would give us an opportunity to find those things. Saturn is a little bit more restrictive than usual, but exposes any karmic issues that we have to work on. And again, we're in a lifetime that we're addressing any ancestral wounds, any imprints, anything that's carried in our DNA or in our soul path that might be karmic related that prevents us from moving into a future lifetime or a time right now of joy and happiness and abundance. Uranus, it slows down the big changes. Remember, Uranus is about quick changes. It has that wobbly rotation. So when Uranus goes retrograde, it slows down the big changes, which can help with stability and increase patience, but it also can increase where we might be feeling rebellious. So for example, we're in a time in our life that change is moving fast and we feel like we're on the in the flow of the energy and then all of a sudden it stops or it slows down. That can be an impact of Uranus. When that sort of event happens, it's the universe giving us a choice to say, are you sure you want this? Are you sure this is the direction that you want? So it's a checkpoint. Neptune makes reality more difficult to grasp. So that one is, I don't want to say tough one, but it also, I say, helps us use our intuition because our intuition becomes more important because the reality or the mental thoughts that we have become a little bit more confusing to grasp. So we have to use those other gifts that we might have. Pluto provides us an opportunity to adjust to mass transformations. That's the death and rebirth. And as I mentioned before, the United States is going through Pluto return now. And Pluto's rotation is every 248 years. So the United States itself is going to be going through some huge changes. And we don't even hit that zero point of Pluto return until 2024. So there's just continued changes happening there. Chiron 
makes us more introspective and reflective so that we can also remove blocks to healing. But Chiron, they call it the wounded warrior. So any place that we need healing or we have wounds, the ones that we know about as well as those hidden ones, Chiron just brings those to the surface so that we can act upon it. Now I mentioned these because how the planets interact, they're always working together to either show us more of the places that we need to look and reflect or they soften so that we can take more reflective time within ourselves. And so as we go into this end of the first month of 2021, and we have a lot of hope for the future and a lot of change that's still happening around us, it doesn't mean that we don't owe it to ourselves to really reflect on where we are. We still are very, very powerful as human beings that we can course correct or we can adjust. You can listen to all this and just say, I'm not going to buy into that and I'm going to cut my own course in this. We have that potential. That's what energy does. And so this is a time for you to be hopeful, to look for the future, to plant those seeds. Sometimes when we reflect, we get into beating up on ourselves. We get into this place of judging, and that also contributes to the spiraling downward flow that I mentioned earlier. So I'm curious if you're thinking, wow, here it's the end of January, and what have I done? I've wasted an entire month. Or worse, you look at 2020, like you feel 2020 was a whole waste and you haven't done the things that you said you were going to do or the things that you said you wanted to do. All the things that you said I was going to do and I didn't do, please don't look at that as wasted time. Please don't expend your energy on beating yourself up in that because that's wasted energy too. Perhaps you're blaming this wasted time on something such as the pandemic or the, the environment, the community, you know, whatever it is, change that. What are your thoughts right now? Come back to present. What are your thoughts right now on making the decision of what are you going to take forward into 2021? Where is that energy? And if you find yourself running through a huge list of activities that you did do, and yet you still feel you didn't do enough, check in on yourself on that to and not be so hard. This is Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wondra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.